0: Well, here we are on the cusp of another St. Patrick's Day holiday. The big cultural and religious celebration held every March 17th. This is the traditional date of St. Patrick's death in the year 461. Uh, He was 76 years old and the foremost patron saint of Ireland. Now, Patrick was born in Britain around the year 385 to a wealthy Romano-British family. His father was a deacon and his grandfather was a priest in the early Christian church. Now, according to history, at the age of 16, he was kidnapped by Irish raiders and taken as a slave to Gaelic Ireland. He reportedly spent six years there working as a shepherd, and during this time he, quote, found God, unquote, and that God told him to head for the coast, where he caught a boat ride back to England, and after making his way home, Patrick went on to become a priest. Now, Patrick was actually born uh, Maywin Suckett. Uh, according to legend, uh, he changed his name to Patricius or Patrick when he became a priest. Uh, now, Patricius is, is Latin for father figure. Now, of course, I only speak pig Latin, so I had to look that one up. Uh, but I'm not surprised. You know, given the history of the Catholic Church, uh, I don't think uh, Father Suckett uh, would be very well received, right? Now, St. Patrick's Day is celebrated around the world, and it's an official holiday in Ireland, of course. And as, as widespread as the celebrations are. Uh, It's really only an official public holiday in two other places in the world outside of Ireland, uh, Montserrat and the Canadian province of Newfoundland Labrador. Uh, It was a public holiday in New Zealand from 1878 to 1955. Not sure what happened in 55. Now, while some uh, St. Patrick's Day celebrations could be conducted openly in Britain before the 1960s, uh, this changed for sure after the IRA started setting off bombs in England. And as a consequence, there was a great suspicion of all things Irish and those who supported them. So people of Irish descent who wanted to wear a sprig of shamrock on St. Patrick's Day had to do this in private. Today, after more than 20 years uh, following the the Good Friday agreements of, of April in 1998, people of Irish descent can now openly wear a sprig of shamrock to celebrate their Irishness. And here's where I start to have some problems with this holiday. St. Patrick's Day celebrations have been criticized particularly for their association with public drunkenness and general misbehaving. Some people argue, and I'm one of them for sure, that the festivities have become way too commercialized and clearly tacky, Uh, and they have certainly strayed from their original purpose of honoring St. Patrick and an Irish heritage. St. Patrick's Day celebrations have also been criticized for fostering very degrading stereotypes of Ireland and Irish people, Uh, An example of wearing those leprechaun outfits, which are based obviously on derogatory 19th century caricatures of of Irish. Some people have described St. Patrick's Day celebrations outside of Ireland as displays of plastic paddiness, where foreigners appropriate and misrepresent Irish culture. Now the the people that claim uh, Irish identity and enact Irish stereotypes Um, It's just not right. I'm going to any bar in the U.S. on St. Patrick's Day and you'll see a shit ton of this kind of cultural misappropriation. Not surprisingly, uh, LGBT groups in the U.S. were banned from marching in St. Patrick's Day parades in New York City and in Boston. Uh, Subsequent legal challenges all the way up to the Supreme Court uh, kind of resolved this. In New York City, the ban was lifted just seven years ago in 2014. Oh, they're so progressive on the East Coast. Well, enough about St. Patrick's Day. Here in the pub, no leprechauns, no shamrocks, no shillelaghs, just good Irish music, a rousing game of darts, and of course, Irish whiskey. Sit tight while I head up to the bar, back in a moment. Okay, well, I'm, I'm back uh, from the bar and obviously on St. Patrick's Day, uh, I'm not going to ask for a nice Scottish single malt, but rather a mug of traditional Irish coffee. So here's the scoop on this awesome drink. Uh, first off, don't hesitate to drink this on the other 364 days of the year. Nothing magical about St. Patty's Day when it comes to a good Irish coffee. So l- let me tell you a little bit about Irish coffee. Uh, you know, coffee... Uh, based cocktail drinks like this have been around since the mid 19th century so this is no spring chicken uh, the presentation and the process of making and serving irish coffee is just as important in my humble celtic opinion as the ingredients you start with some nice irish music playing in the background i would recommend uh, the dubliners the chieftains or alton uh, all easily stream from the world wide web N- next uh, set out a colorful bar towel to work on Now, this doesn't affect the drink itself. It just looks better. Now, prep your coffee. You can use a light roast Colombian java or a dark French roast. It's mostly a personal choice, uh, but if you choose to use a flavored coffee, beware. This will taint your overall taste. Uh, You want to use freshly ground beans. Clearly, that's the best. And using a French press or pour-over method is, is much preferred. Now, pause a moment here and take a minute to sample your whiskey. This is not always required, but uh, I highly advise it. Warm your mug. Uh, This prevents cracking and and keeps the drink warm longer, so just pour some hot water and let it sit in the mug for a while. Now, pick your sugar wisely. Uh, Demerara, a, a type of cane sugar, is a fairly large grain, kind of a pale amber color. Uh, It's a really nice toffee flavor. It can be used in place of brown sugar. Now, if you can't find that, that's no problem. Um, Use two teaspoons, uh, one of granulated sugar and one of brown sugar. That'll give you that molasses tang. Dissolve your brown sugar in some really hot black coffee. How much whiskey, you ask? Well, about two ounces, okay. But in general, you wanna have two parts whiskey to four parts coffee. Uh, And of course, you're using an Irish whiskey. And you don't need to spring for an expensive sipping whiskey. Uh, you know, a, a, an off-the-shelf Jamesons or Tullamore Dew, it works just fine. Next comes the cream. Some recipes call for for one ounce, but I think this really depends on the size of your mug, right? Uh, you want enough cream to get a decent head on your coffee. You know, now some folks say you need about twelve to thirteen millimeters. Now, that's about a half an inch for all you U.S. folks. Um, You can use a light whipping cream and whip it with a blender or a whisk. Just a few minutes is all you need. Definitely no squirt cans of cream. Better yet, uh, take your whipping cream and just pour it over the back of a spoon or use two spoons. You turn one upside down, pour the cream off one spoon and into the back of the other and it will sit right on top of your coffee and float. It looks perfect. Uh, Now, don't stir this. You drink the coffee through the cream and enjoy. Now, turn up the volume on the Irish music throw another log on the fire and get comfy because I have an Irish uppity woman story that's just perfect for today. <music> the Odyssey of Christian Davies began one evening when her husband, Richard Welsh, failed to come home from a Dublin tavern. Twelve months later, Richard wrote to say that he got gotten trashed that night had been shanghaied to france and forced to sign on with the army to earn money to get back uh-huh uh, his note failed to re- include a return address a physically fit type who didn't fancy waiting for an errant husband to find his way home chris stashed her two kids with her mother and set off to join the service after donning her husband's suit she got herself a good wig hat sword and was signed up as christopher welsh no problem first stop holland where chris got shot taken prisoner and then exchanged for a french pow passing muster even under those trying conditions. Now feeling sort of macho, Chris went after an NCO for attacking a girl. It's the brig for you, soldier, was the next thing she heard. Talk about privacy issues. Jail was the worst. Fortunately, Chris traveled with a piece of equipment that she'd gotten from another femme in camouflage that let her urinate while standing up. Soon she got a pardon and was sprung, with no one the wiser. By 1692, she joined another regiment, participating in the successful siege of Namur's. Time for a bit of R&R, she thought, and tooled over to Ireland to check on her children. With all being quiet on the Western Front, she sailed back to Holland to re-enlist. Uh, by now, a somewhat grimy vet, uh, Chris caught sight of her husband on the battlefield. Shock and joy. A rendezvous uh, marred a tad by a Dutch girl in high-heeled clogs who said, I'm his wife, uh, which Richard obviously disputed. Chris didn't care. By now, she had a thing for army life as a male. Uh, The Welshes became dog-faced buddies fighting side-by-side, until that fateful day when Chris got a skull fracture from an incoming round. Uh, This time, uh, less lackadaisical surgeons actually examined her body and discovered parts to Chris that made her a Christine. The commanding officer took it very well, after Richard confessed. "'That was no brother, that was my wife,' the commander ordered. "'You officers chip in and buy her some decent dresses.' He started the ball rolling by giving her a new silk gown, silk gown himself, and then he added duty assignments as cook, courier, and nurse. Unthrilled to be out of the action, Chris nevertheless stuck with the army till Richard bought it in battle, then returned to the Emerald Isle. With her army pension, she opened a tavern and pie house in Dublin, which she ran for decades. Chris mellowed over the years. At times, she even got wild and crazy and threw on a dress, earning the nickname Mother Ross. The year she turned 108, she died at Chelsea Hospital and was buried with military honors, a soldier to the last. Well, St. Patrick sure would be proud, and, and we are too. Hey, thanks for stopping by the pub today. Have a great uh, uh, St. Patrick's Day and uh, stop back soon. Salanta.